Yeah, I think it's been since August or September, honestly. Oh, yeah, the beard's new. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, you know, what can I say? I'm trying. You know, I had to change things up a little bit, growing the hair out too. It's to a thing on my beard. football team to grow the hair okay. out. So I was like, you know, I'll give it a shot, see how long I can go. So, you know. I'm trying to do the same thing, but mine's just kind of like got shaggier and yeah. horrendous. <laughs> so. But you used to have the ponytail, right? It used to have a ponytail, yeah. And I shaved it off on like the middle of a Wednesday. And like, so I came into work with long hair and then like left, came back and had shaved head. So everyone was like, yes. everyone was, was, was surprised. Was very confused. Yeah, that was a weird time for everyone. Yeah. But, yeah. but hey, we're back. We made it back. We made it through. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was it was a long period of time in between in between episodes, in between seasons, whatever you want to call it. I mean, you like start out with you. You quit your job to to pursue football. Yeah, yeah, that's going well. <laughs> but I've got so much work to do now; it's unbelievable. I mean, holy cow! How many players do you have in your database now? Let's have a look. So, on the GFL, I have thirty. On the Super Seriana, I have 23. In the IFL, I have 13. In the Maple League, I have 78. Golly. In the IPP, I have 55. That's just players that have been in the IPP. I'm still oh, working. Cow. And then in the ELF, I have 234. <laughs> so combined, let's ballpark, say, 400. close to four, 400, 400, 450. Players that you're scouting, evaluating, taking notes on, watching film on. Yeah. Holy cow. My IPP one, the, the my ELF one, so I've got my second screen here. So my mm-hmm. ELF one is ginormous because I've got the first name, second name, social link, it's an IPP quality, nation, additional citizenship, primary position, jersey number, team this year, team last year, age, height, weight, wingspan 40, short time, three cone, Rule jump, vertical jump, bench press, grade, specific grade, uh, any like notable awards, mm-hmm. uh, short highlights, full game highlights, jersey number in as full game highlights, quick pro, quick con, and where they were tested for the uh, combine. Holy cow. You've got it down <laughs> to a science, though, it sounds like. Yeah, but it just takes a long time, and I'm working on the IPP one now. Uh, yeah. Trying to catalog all of the players that have ever been to one, and I'm going to try and like average out for what they look for. So, okay, okay. Have every player they've ever invited, the running backs are usually X height, X weight, whatever. Mm. So, nice. And I'm hot, so I'm probably going to change into a t shirt real quick. Uh, you're good. While you're doing that, I'll go ahead and uh, say something that, that's been kind of kind of cool that we get to see as, you know, creators of a podcast, creators of something that we get to put out into the world. So over the course of the past, I don't know, we started in, I think we really started in June. We started this podcast. So from June to September, so that's June, July, August, September, in four months, we we produced content for about four months there. We came, we were given by like the company that we produce our podcast through, we were given our like Spotify wrapped, but for the podcast. So for creators. So just a little overview of some of the numbers that I think are pretty cool. In this year, we created 391 minutes of content. So that's over six hours of content, which was 54% more than any other creator in the sports category. We were heard in a total of 22 countries, uh, with the top five being the UK, 
Germany, Spain, Sweden, and Ireland. Mm-hmm. Along with that, uh, this this one is the statistic that kind of blew me away. I was very, very shocked. We were in the top 20% of most followed podcasts in the world. That's very cool. That's which is really cool. nice, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then we were a top 10 podcast for 108 fans, top five for 90 fans, and number one for 36 fans. So for over 200 fans, we were uh, in, their, in their top 10. So that's a good feeling of accomplishment there. We had 16 cool. episodes that we produced. Um, started off as a vision. Golly, I mean, I, I've been wanting to to do this for, for a while. And we yeah, kind of sat down and just, yeah, we talked about it for a while. We sat down like, all right, let's, let's actually do this. Let's commit to it. And look at where we are now. I mean, yeah, it's going well. it's like, honestly, it's like they say in football, stats don't lie. And yeah. the stats on this don't lie. Uh, we've, <laughs> we've come a long way. We, we aim big, uh, mm-hmm. and we produce big. So that's a yeah. great feeling. Not going to lie. That's, that's a great feeling. And honestly, mm-hmm. like, it wouldn't be possible without, uh, the members of the audience, people who watch and, and follow our podcast. So just a big thank you to you guys. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Do you want to start off with the fun stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. I already got my like list of NFL players <laughs> that have got like different nationalities and stuff. I'm looking into that. So I've got it all prepared. Ready. All right. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to do, we're going to do some, some drafts. There's a trend going around right now. So we're going to do them for, for different football things. So I think we're going to start off with, uh, top pregame songs, if that one sounds good with you. Yeah, let me get my pen and paper. Oh, right. So how it works is it's a draft of five. Uh, one of us will start with pick number one, and then it'll go back and forth. Uh, pick one, pick one, pick two, pick two, so on and so forth. Um, and it'll be good. So. All right, so then songs first, aren't we? Yep. Draft of top five pregame songs. Are we doing the XFL rules? Uh, yeah. So first pick is rap. Second pick is jazz because you mentioned jazz yesterday. Third pick is rock or metal. And then the last two picks, picks number four and five, free game. Okay. I like that. I like that. All right. Yeah. So would you like to go first? All right. I'll start us off. Honestly, I'm going to come in, come in swinging. Uh, this is a good player, uh, covers all facets of the game. I'm going to go dreams and nightmares. Meek Mill. That is a classic. Right, 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 right. All right, all right, all right. Nice, nice. You started strong. I like mm-hmm. it, I like it. Let me have a little... Okay, I'm going to go for a bit of a low-key one. But a personal favorite of mine, I think, is uh, a bit of a sleeper pick. It's uh, No Recognition by Aaron May. Okay. Very solid, strong, great for the, uh, great for the locker room. Gasses you up quite a lot. Big motivational person. All right, gets the team going. Gets yeah. everybody going. Yeah. Jazz. Pick number mm. two. Jazz. This, this one this one was tricky for me. Um, you know, I'm a big jazz fan, but typically not before game. So I, I kind of had to dig deep on this one. You know, go go scout a, a couple players for this. But mm. my initial reports, I was like, you know what? I think I can do better. So I landed on My Way by Frank Sinatra. Wow. I got a legend. <laughs> as a as a historic uh pick. So I like that one. There's a solid one. Frank Snatcher's always gonna be high up in the draft boards. Uh my one's a bit of a you'll have to tell me if this is allowed. My jazz one would be and it's a kind of a jazz fusion. Okay. It's uh okay. Smoking Out the Window by Anderson Pack. 
Again, yeah, another I'll gets you an emotional, emotional song. Gets you, gets you ready for the game. Gets you new feelings. Yeah, I mean, wow, Anderson Pack. I mean, he, he's one of those flex players uh, that we don't often talk about here uh, in the draft like this. So I, I respect that a whole yeah. lot. It's one of my favorites, personally. Good pick, solid pick. All right. Coming in strong to round three, we have rock or metal. And honestly, you know, this one, I followed his career very, very heavily. Um, mm-hmm. And he's just, he's been one of those consistent players for me uh, throughout my time as a player. And I have to go one by Metallica, but the live version with the San Francisco Symphony and Orchestra. Oh, wow. The wow. best. Out yeah, the best that, live metal song that I've ever heard. That is very solid. I mean, I'm... Not really a rock guy, I will admit. Uh, kind of struggled to find one on my draft boards for a lot of this. But I went on uh, just a very basic Young Brats by XXXTentacion. Wow. Not one that I've, you know, wouldn't say there is my favorite selection in the draft, but sometimes you've got to do what you've got to do. Speak out the role players more so as a star player. Yeah, it's honestly, it's about what's going to serve the team as a whole. And I think you've got a really good team player there, complimentary player. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I agree. And we're going in, we're going into uh, to round five, around four and five here, mm-hmm. uh, the miscellaneous. So this yes. is free game, any any category you want. Mm-hmm. And for for me personally, round four, I mean, I had to think of a direction to go with this one. Do I want somebody who can who can spread the edge or go up the middle? And I, I chose somebody who can kind of go up the middle and, and give me the, you know, the, that kind of downhill approach that I want. I'm going Don't Cry by Lil Wayne with Ooh. XXX Tentacion. Yeah, yeah, it's very solid. Yeah, I love that one. Great pick, great pick. Good all around. Anytime you need it, it's there. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's there. It's, 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 it's two people. It's, it's a dual. It's a dual threat, honestly. Yeah. Uh, mine will be uh, "Motivate" by J. Cole. Motivate. You know, gets you another one of those players is going to be around when you need him. Another one that's used in all situations. You know, that's funny because going into this, J. Cole was on my board, and I was saving him for a little special pick. So my <laughs> my number five pick is going to be "Middle Child" by J. Cole. I think yeah. you know, same as same as your fourth pick. It's there when you need it. it it's a good pickup. It, it gets everybody going. Uh, yeah. And I really think, you know, going down the home stretch, it's it's that right taste of something that you really need uh, right before the big moments. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And my last my last free pick, I'm going to go with one that's a bit of a – some people won't describe it as game day music, but Chicago by Michael Jackson. I mean, Ooh. another legendary artist that you kind of have to have in a – Every playlist or every team, rather, at any point, he is well. He would be the leader of my team and the, the quarterback, the the anchor to hold it all down. Chicago. You know, I like that Michael Jackson. Solid pick. He's very storied. He uh, has a lot of experience. So I, I, yeah. I like that pick. It's, it's kind of the 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 backroom commander, if you will. Exactly. exactly. Ties ties the whole thing together. Great. Ah, good draft. I guess it's not it's not for us to decide who wins the draft. It's up for uh yeah. the audience. So mm-hmm. um, you know, after this is posted, we'll see what they have to say. Indeed. It was a solid draft. Mm-hmm. Now going into day of draft, the draft number two. <laughs> so we are going the next? the next one. Honestly, this one uh might come off a little bit a little bit controversial at times. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think it's a, a thing that people need to think about. Yep. Second draft, top five best football feelings. Right. Okay. Matt, do you want to kick us off with this one? Uh, yeah, you went first last one. So let me just write down my first pick. I think I'm going to go for uh, opening kickoff. Oh, wow. I mean, does it get any better than that? It's the the tension. You know, you feel it as the ball is kicked. There's there's nothing like it, especially like a, a close game. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all that preparation, all all that energy momentum just boom right there released. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this pick, I, I tossed it around a little bit, you know, spent some time with it, talked with it, interviewed it. And I thought, you know what? This is definitely the way that you want to go for my number one pick. Give me winning a championship. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's the culmination of everything, isn't it? Oh yeah. I mean, it's everything you work for, everything you want. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't honestly it doesn't get much better than that. No, I mean, it's the one. It's the, the championship ring. Uh, my second pick, I'm going to go for another one of the ones that not everyone will experience, but I know you're, you yourself would hate it, but throw down sack. Mm. Wow. It kills the drive. Momentum I mean, swinger. The, yeah, the biggest momentum swinger that we have, possibly that we have out there on the draft board, as far as a defensive-minded person like you, I mean mm-hmm. – Honestly, for me, offensive line is demoralizing, um, yep. and I couldn't so think of anybody got, better to go off the off the board at, at the second pick. Third down and one sack. Now it's fourth night. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a game of inches there, uh, possibly swing the whole the whole course of the game. So I like exactly. that a lot. Exactly. You know, if we're if we're going that direction, mm-hmm. I like the direction that we're going. Uh, defensive minded, yep. offensive minded. I'll go a, a 50 plus yard rushing touchdown. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sideline running up with him. Always Nothing better as an offensive line, um, offensive lineman getting a good block coming off the edge, allowing your running back to spring a 50 plus yarder. That's demoralizing mm. for the defense. That's the. I think that's the offensive equivalent of a third down sack. I would. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, my one happened recently in one of the UE games I was coaching at. The Philly special. Wow. The QB catch. Not only did uh, Hamish catch the ball from a QB position, he caught it one-handed on the sideline. It was scenes. Touchdown or first <laughs> gonna, down? Uh, first down. But I'm going to go for Philly special as my third pick. What a dynamic pick. Not somebody that you know I had really seen uh, climbing mm-hmm. up the draft boards uh, in the process it's of this. It's a rare so one you don't I, see I like very that. often. You don't yeah. see very often, and that's what makes it special. Yeah, and I think it's just one of those, you know, kind of once-in-a-lifetime opportunity players that, that we have taken off the board there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Generational, we could say. We could say. <laughs> hmm. Wow. I mean, this this next pick, I mean, this is what every player dreams of. You know, this mm-hmm. is this is what every every coach would love to present to, to their team uh, in the big moments and the small moments, uh, especially for a new season, new beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pick number three. Give me new uniforms. Oh, yeah, I like that one. That's a good one. I didn't even consider that in my top five, but I really regret not having that up in my in my board. I mean, there's just something about it. The the feeling of freshness. It's it's honestly, it's a new start. And you know, you want to go out there and get the win and the first win in the new uniforms. And I think it's a really good role player, really good leader uh, for the pack in the middle of the draft there. Outstanding pick. That's one of my personal favorites. But I've gone for the opening kickoff. Let's just go for the final knee. Oh. Job is done. 
you've won. Now just take the knee. I mean, nothing more demoralizing to a defense knowing like, wow, we really fumbled the bag on this one. There's nothing mm-hmm. else that we can do. Um, Especially when you end with the ball in your hands as well. Chuck mm-hmm. the ref, walk off, celebrate with teammates. Yeah, it's a great feeling. Honestly, that's a great feeling. A, a real knockout punch there. Mm-hmm. A big presence on the field. Something that that I can really appreciate. Yeah. Give me comeback win, number four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't actually been in many of them because all the teams that I've been at, we've won. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't been on, on uh, the receiving end of many comeback wins. Let me tell you, no better feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, your, your round four pick, my round four pick, great knockout player, really big presence, and I think really something that's going to come back and tie the team together big time. Mm-hmm. Well, I've gone for... I've gone for the two special team play, opening kick off. I've gone for the knee. I've gone for the third down. I think it's time I'm off the offense. I think I'm going to go for a touchdown with zeros on the clock. Wow. So a walk-off touchdown, if you will. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Walk-off touchdown yeah. to win the game. It is very rare. Another generational uh, thing you find because you can only really get in a close game, but it's nothing like getting that last second win. Yeah. I mean, wow, that uh, that was definitely high up there uh, mm-hmm. on my on my draft boards, and I'm I'm having to comb through the, mm. the draft board, kind of try and get, muscle get, one get up something. maybe from the, from the low leagues. Yeah, you know, kind of a, an underrated player in my mm-hmm. opinion. Okay, something that you know doesn't necessarily get enough credit for because not a lot of people always can say that they've experienced this. Mm-hmm. Playing in front of a huge crowd. Ah. Uh-huh. See, from the UK, there aren't many. <laughs> exactly. So, the feeling that can only really be replicated in the in the big shows. Yeah, I like that one a lot. I think the the biggest you'll be able to draw draw from me on this one. Biggest crowd I've ever played in front of, probably only a couple hundred. Biggest I want to ever been a part of. Again, probably a thousand. Give or take. Yeah. So this past year. Biggest game I've ever played in. Uh, it's one of it's hailed as the best rivalry in small college football. It's uh, our crosstown rivals, Wheaton College versus North Central College. There was probably about five thousand people there, mm-hmm. uh, four or five thousand people actually. If you give me two seconds, I can look and give you the. I think I can give you the exact number of how many people were there. Go ahead. Well, I will cut six thousand. Six thousand—that is—that is crazy. Six thousand people—that is mental. That's only the really the kind of atmosphere you get from very few teams, to be fair, when it comes to Europe. Oh yeah. Ryan Fire—I want to go see one of those games. Their crowd's always very, very lively. Same with Barcelona. Yeah, that's something that we talked about. You got Barcelona and Spain. Yeah. Got got great crowds. We predicted a lot of those in one of our earlier episodes. <laughs> I mean, we sure did. We were on a roll for a while there. We were. We were. It's like it's like right. it's like we know the game or something. You could you could say that that would be would not be out of box thinking. That would. Be quite I wouldn't big. go as far to say as we're professionals just yet, but not we're just up yet. there. We are. We are. Anyway, round number three, day number three. What one would you like to go for? I think for today, this is. This is going to be the uh, last round for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a hard one for me. Top five European players in the NFL. 
This okay. is a, a much anticipated draft, uh, something that a lot of people have looked forward to. And honestly, you know how they go. Save the best for last. Yeah. I mean, they're literally the best players in the, in the continent. All right. I went first. Would you like to go first this time? Yeah, I will. I'll start. Okay. Round number one, pick number one. Mm-hmm. A guy yeah. who previously, I believe, should have been taken round one. A lot of okay. heavy, a lot of heavy personal bias here. Um, right. He hasn't, he hasn't had a time to shine yet, but I predicted and still do predict that he'll do great. Pick, more, pick one. Give me David Ojabo. Ah, oh, that was exactly going to be my first pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a highly coveted player in, in all facets of the game. He's excellent. He really is. He could have been the first round. He just slipped a little bit. Very unfortunate. I'm going to go for a bit of a new age player since the Ajaba pick was taken from me. Uh, fantastic athlete. Uh, give me Marcel Dabo. Oh, my, my round number two pick. Mm, he is the best player I've, like, most athletic player I've ever seen in person. Stuttgart Surge. He did a backflip in like the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, slapped his thigh, and the sound went all the way through the whole stadium. It was crazy. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Round number two, I'm going to stay on the defensive side of the ball. This guy was a first-round pick in this past year's draft, and he's produced a lot this year. Uh, I think he starts for the Kansas City Chiefs. Give me George Karlaftis. Yeah, great plan. Really, really, really good plan. I was a big fan of him when he came out. Glad he's doing well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for another legend, Efri Obada. Another British player. Been there, done that. He's been all over the league. He sat Tom Brady. I mean, get- that's that's the pin- that's the pinnacle of defensive football right there, sacking the greatest quarterback of all time, arguably. Exactly. And if I can't have a job out, I'll have Obada. And honestly, I'm completely all right with that. He's fine with that, yeah. Very, <laughs> um, very I need to, you know, move move over to the offensive side of the ball. Um, mm-hmm. It's a it's a local guy, you know, somebody that that we have connections to, uh, somebody who we've kind of seen come up out of the Austrian league and and make it to the pros. Give me Sandro Platzgummer. Again, that was going to be one of my picks. Great player, really, really good player. Really good really- player had had a couple really good plays this past preseason, preseason before last, and you know he's secured a, a spot on that. Uh, in that that running back room with the Giants, I mean, hard yeah. thing to do right now. Yeah, he's another player that comes back to Europe, and uh, he was at the under nineteen games supporting Austria. It was always great to see. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go for one that not many people will know, and you know, special teams are important. Graham Gunnell. I bet he didn't know he was Scottish. <laughs> wow, and me neither I mean, until I looked into it. <laughs> that's McCann. a great. That's a great third round pick. I mean, yeah. special teams matters. And I'll tell you, totally first does. and foremost, special teams wins and loses games. Certainly does. So that's why, for my fourth round pick, mm-hmm. arguably one of the better European kickers to come through the NFL. Yeah. Sebastian Janikowski. Yeah. Swedish kicker, uh, played for the Raiders, played for the Seahawks. Absolute cannon of a leg. Yes. <laughs> Got to be there. Stoky, big dude, really, really big dude. Honestly, not, not what you'd expect from a kicker, but he got the job done. Yeah, no, stalking. All right, right. All right. Let me think. Fourth. I'm going to go for a player that's edging his way into the current uh, Washington Commanders team. Uh-oh. Uh, David Bader. Wow. Yeah, another player. I'm going heavy on the D-line. Another German. Um, 
Was Who he an IPP player? Yes. IPP player. Been on, he's been with the Commanders for since 2020. Been on the mm-hmm. practice. And the rumor is he is very, very close to being on the on that 53-man roster, which we would all love to see in Europe. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. My fifth pick. My fifth pick. Um, tell me if this is allowed. Because, okay. you know, it's it's one of the guys that, that you love to see. He's a rising star, rising athlete. He, need, he does have European ties. For my fifth round, give me Amon Ross St. Brown. I'll give you it. I'll give you it. His mother's German. He's oh, got the ties. He's got the sticker on the back of his helmet. You know, you he love does. to see it. So you're going from Armin Ra. I could go for his brother. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to switch up and go for one that I didn't know until I looked into it. And I'm looking at it now. JJ Ortega Whiteside used to play wow. for the Eagles, was born in yeah. Spain. Completely forgot that he was born in Spain until I looked into it. There we go. Good, uh, good edge that somebody to spread spread the field out. Um, yeah, I think all around, you know, we hit all facets of the game. We hit offense, defense, yep. special teams, even something yep. that not a lot of people <laughs> would put a lot of thought into. But nope. there have been some really good European special teams player. And looking back at my draft board, two mm-hmm. players that didn't make it off the board that I thought would. Number one is Kawiti Pay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, bam, the mm-hmm. tackle for the Raiders. Didn't make it off the board. Didn't make it off the top yeah, yeah, yeah. five. Bam, yeah, yeah, he would have been. He's ginormous as well. Yeah, he Bam's is. a really good one. Uh, and obviously, there's St. Brown, Equinimbrius. I can never say his name correctly. Equinimbrius St. Brown. Equinimbrius St. Brown. Yeah. yeah. So, another player that's there, obviously. And then there is, um, there's a lot of kickers. There's the punter for uh, Giants, the Scottish Hammer. I'm blank on his name, but yeah, born in Scotland, Scottish dude, played for the Browns for a bit. Now he's on the Giants. Hmm. So another great player. So yeah, we yeah. we do have a lineage. We're 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 getting in there. We are getting in there. <laughs> Moving on from the drafts, I think we had a solid three drafts. Uh, you know, a lot of good players taken off the board, a lot of good thought put into it. But some of these picks make me think of: Would you rather? Mm, yeah, I like that. Let me just get my. Next page reading. Mm. Yeah. So this is one that we kind of saw in our in our second draft. You know, one of the players taken off the board. Would you rather get beat by a lot or get beat mm-hmm. by a little? Um, I've been beaten by a lot. Been beaten by a little, and I would much rather be beaten by a little bit because at least then you know you are in the game. If you get beaten by a lot, and it's like. 40, 50, nothing, or whatever. You, you just start to question everything. So I think that yeah. would be near the bottom of my list. So I'm, I'm definitely going to go for, for get beaten by a little bit. See, I'm on the opposite train. Okay. Beat by, I'd rather get beat by a lot. This this year, mm-hmm. um, my own personal football season this year, we had a game lost in overtime by one point. Ooh. Lost by 13 points uh, in our rivalry game. First round of playoffs, lost, lost by two points. And there's nothing more demoralizing than coming up just short. Uh, that's where I say, you know, special teams wins and loses your games. Yeah, it uh, does. So I'd, I would, honestly, I'd rather get beat by a lot knowing that I didn't have a chance to win rather than, you know, ho- holding on to hope until the very last play. Mm. Oh, that, that is, that is really tough. <laughs> All right, here's my next one. This one is, again, defensively based. 
but and neither of them are good situations. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be trucked or stiff armed? Man, I mean, my my mind immediately, you know, goes to Derrick Henry and that Josh mm-hmm. Norman stiff arm. I think we all know which one I'm talking about. And then <laughs> and on the side of trucking, I grew up watching Leonard Fournette. And my, my mind goes to one of these Leonard Fournette trucks. Yeah. I think. Hmm. I mean, I'm it's, it's, those it's, Earl Campbell trucks. Do you remember those back in the tight, the Titans, like, um, uh, Oilo days when Jersey yeah. gets ripped off. So he's just putting his head into people. <laughs> I think it has to, I think it really comes down to which one do you have a better chance of tackling the guy? Yeah, so I'd ra- I would rather get trucked than stiff armed because if I'm getting stiff armed, I'm getting pushed away from the guy. If I'm getting yes. trucked, like there's a chance that I'm underneath him and can trip him up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So from that logic, I'd rather get trucked. Okay, I'm gonna go the other way around, and which one is gonna hurt me more in terms of my uh, overall ability to play? And if I'm getting trucked, my head's hitting the floor. I'm out for the game, getting concussions. I- I'm gonna go for the stiff arm. Stiff. N- neither of them are good. But if you get stiff armed, at least you can then pick yourself up and carry on the next play. True, true. Mm. Um, so this one kind of goes back to my first question. Um, but this is this is one that that a lot of people would have a lot of different opinions on. Would you rather win big at home or win big away? See, I think I'd rather win big at home in front of the like, home crowd. Yeah, because when you win big away, it's really, really good. And then you leave and then you get on the bus and then everyone crashes. <laughs> and True. it's just like super tiring, especially, I'm not sure, obviously with you guys, you have a lot more of a distance you've got to mm-hmm. travel. That could yeah. be a flight, that could be a two-day thing, and it's just exhausting. No, yeah. Because I'll have to look at this from the opposite perspective. Like losing big away is completely demoralizing. Early First game of the season, we lost in Texas. We had to... You know, go back to the hotel that night and then get on a plane the next day and come back to come back all the way to Chicago. Yeah. But Ooh, that's a terrible trip. Oh my goodness. It is. I would rather win big at home in front of the home crowd, especially yeah. in those big tight games. You know, you got the fans rallying behind you and you feel like that you just it feels different. Like you get mm-hmm. a different level of energy from that. So I'm gonna have to go win big at home for this one. Nice. All right, my next one. Would you rather have an outstanding game of your position. So if, if so, you're a lineman, so would you rather have like five pancakes every single like for the whole game, but you lose, hmm. or you have a horrendous game, giving up five sacks, but your team wins the game? I mean, wow. My mind immediately goes to meeting room on Monday. Like, what does the yeah. coach say? What's my grade gonna be? <laughs> I mean, shoot, I can I can pull out my folder here and yeah. If I if if I'm you know just given like a couple of seconds, I, I pull out my folder and I'm looking looking through all my different grade sheets that I have from mm-hmm. from like the, the the game the week before. Just you know, what would I rather see on there? Would I rather mm-hmm. see sixty eight percent graded out or graded out at a 93, 91? Would I rather see a bunch <laughs> of would I rather see a bunch of red minus or a bunch of really nice check marks, little plus mm-hmm. marks? But also, would you rather see the playoffs or would you rather see? Out? Yeah. Because I've, I've had both, you know, in my mm-hmm. career. I've yeah. had games where I've had 11 pancakes, six, <laughs> seven pancakes, and we lost. Jeez. I've also had those games where, you know, maybe I didn't play so favorably and we ended up winning. I'm going to have to go uh, play bad but win. Yeah. At the end of the day, the, the you know, you're, you're able to come back from that. 
There's, mm-hmm. there's a higher sense of, you know, look, we still won. I'm able to, to grow and get better. Yeah. And like, you can at least, if you win, you're going to be say if I'm a corner by trade. If I gave up three touchdowns, but we still win. I can at least to be like, well, at least I didn't give up four and then we didn't lose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could always be worse assuming that you win. So I think I'm going to have to agree. All right. My last one of the day. Mm-hmm. Trying to decide which, which route to go on this one. Would would you rather have the game-winning touchdown or the game-winning interception? Mm, see, that's a difficult one because as a player, I'd rather have the interception. But as a coach, I think I'd rather have the passing touchdown. You know, that whole drive, you're working it up. Mm-hmm. Like the tension's building. This is a little two-minute drill. Yeah, and in my draft, walk-off touchdown was one of my picks. So I think yeah. I'd have to yeah. value my, my picks and go with the walk-off touchdown. Yeah, honestly, I'm going to have to go the same way. I'm offensive-minded. There's nothing more – honestly, there's nothing more soul-crushing to an opposing team and opposing defense than walking off with with a game-winning little walk-off touchdown. I think that's just a feeling like no other, especially in a, a, a playoff game, a rivalry game, championship game. Even. Mm-hmm. There's no better feeling than a walk-off touchdown. I've been on the receiving end as a coach. We, uh, we had a rivalry game. We go up, we've scored, there's like two minutes left. Everyone's going mental because we scored a long rushing touchdown in the last mm-hmm. two minutes. And then they just works the ball up. <laughs> and they just wouldn't stop big gain after big gain, shock plays. And then they throw a screen pass to someone that I've known since I was like first in football. And I've played with him, I've played against him, I've coached against him. Wow. And <laughs> like four different clubs. And uh, he breaks the tackle off of one of my, my DVs that I coached, mm. and he walks it in for the game-winning touchdown. I was, it, it's a it's a horrible feeling. It's crushing. Yeah, it is soul crushing. All right, Matt, for your final, would you rather? What do we got? I'm gonna go for. Would you rather? Hmm. Oh, that's a tough one. Oh, I gotta be quick. I'm on the clock. Um, would you rather? go all the way to the championship game and lose or uh, just never make the playoffs in general all the way to the championship game and lose my my thoughts being mm-hmm. i played division three football so yeah. you know ncaa there's division one division one fcs division two division three so it's lowest level however you make it all the way to the playoffs you make it all the way to the championship game you get on espn you get that ra- national recognition it doesn't matter if you you know lose big win big you're gonna get recognition from dudes that are looking to transfer from out of d1 schools out of fcs schools maybe so you're gonna you're still getting that national recognition you're still you're still getting noticed by a lot of people and and you're getting your game on aired on espn uh, from my perspective so i would rather because you don't go to the playoffs you got nothing left you just in your season on a win (laughs) or a loss like it's up in the air like there's nothing there's nothing to work to work towards so i'd rather go all the way to the championship and lose yeah, I definitely think I choked up with you, rather. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I can't agree with you more. If you're, Some teams will look for those good players on bad teams and try and bring them onto their team. Mm-hmm. But you're right. The media uh, attention you're going to get from being in a championship game is infinitely more valuable. So, yeah, going to have to agree with you on that one. Even though it sucks to lose in the championship, again, I've never actually been in a championship game. I haven't either. I, think I played in, like... Pride, which is, we don't mm-hmm. have a championship game. And now I'm coaching at UE, which is going to be a championship game. Fingers crossed. Um, so, 
Yeah, and obviously I'm scouting Milan, but that's again not something that's a championship game yet. So yeah, just waiting on waiting on opportunities. Hopefully, two in one year. Hey, good, there huh? we go. There we go. <laughs> Well, that about wraps it up for today. Just having some fun with the with the drafts and with the would you rather's. We had some pretty good players taken off the board, some controversial picks, even uh, if you will. So yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in to season three, episode one. Uh, it's a great time, and we're both looking forward to getting to getting back into the swing of things. Certainly, all right, pleasure.